It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know, though, is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is happy hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with people who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians, today we're in a bar called Wayfair on Ferret Street, which is about two blocks down from Napoleon Avenue toward Jefferson, which is almost open, by the way. Jefferson Avenue should be open any day. It's only been road worked on for about five years now. So come on down to Wayfair yourself. They have a three-hour happy hour here every day from 3 to 6, where you can get half-priced drinks and half-priced bar food, or just stick around here for the next hour and hang out with us. While we enjoy happy hour, everybody's looking at their phones. That's just how it goes these <laughs> That's days. How it goes. It's <laughs> just what it's like. Everyone goes out to lunch or out to dinner or out to drinks and stares at their own phone. The reason that everyone's doing that here is because we're on Facebook Live. And apparently the only way you can find this direct mm-hmm. Facebook Live feed is if somehow you stumble on it. Is that yeah. right, Sherwood? Oh, Sherwood Collins. Share it enough. Or you know, we can we share it with share our it friends. Around, yeah. Okay. Sherwood Collins is here, the founder of Beignet Fest. Absolutely. Which is Mm -hmm. a pretty unbelievable festival, which I had never heard of until today. Until today? Until today. And this is the second annual Beignet Fest coming up on October the 7th. Correct. 2017. Yep. Going to be at the festival grounds in City Park. So, like I said, it's our second annual uh, Beignet Fest. Last year we were in Lafayette Square and found out quickly that we were going to outgrow that space. We Are you serious? Yeah. Serious. The first year. I actually first attended year. Beignet Fest last year. And Sherry Mons is here. Yeah. It was a little long on the weights on the beignets for the special ones, but we got yeah, through yeah. it. I, I had plenty to choose from. So, so. the Absolutely. first year you did this, it was already sold out in a huge festival. Absolutely. It, yeah. it, it was, wow, we were, wait, that we is were crazy. definitely overwhelmed. Um, and so, so are you that's like a genius organizer of festivals, or can anyone just start any festival in New Orleans? And um, it, there are a lot of details that you have to go through, for How sure. How did you know what to do? Um, well, it goes back, uh, I met my wife about 10 years ago working Wednesdays at the Square. She was the executive director of the Young Leadership Council at the time. Okay, what's who, her name? Her name is Amy Boyle. Amy Boyle. And I made her Amy Boyle Collins. Okay, so uh, how long were you hanging out with her before she agreed to marry you? Um, about six months, maybe a and year. And that's how maybe you found year. out yeah. how to put on a festival by here to marry someone. <laughs> to an extent, but C- couldn't you just dated her for a year and got it all out of her and then moved on? Well, I could, but she was really cool, so I decided okay, so to stick with her. And is she helping sure. you? Is she part of Beignet Fest? She is. She is definitely the partner, and she she makes sure that I am on schedule and okay, doing. Okay, so how I come you're do. doing this interview and she's not here? Because I. And the person who does it, she has another full-time job. Uh, what does she do um, besides She uh, works in PR at Gamble Communications. She's the vice president of Gamble Communications. Oh, that's your uh, wife. Yes. That's exactly. not the vice president of Gamble Communications. That's my wife. Okay. Yes. I know her. All right. That's good. Now, you, are Definitely. you guys a couple as well? No. 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 This is Sherry Mons <laughs> yes. and Scott Freelo. Yep who are collectively known as Ginger and the Bee. Yes. Now, I suppose you're Ginger, Scott, because you have a red beard. Thank you, you for understanding that that's how that works. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Is there some sort of other interpretation? Well, well Ginger for, being her, her yeah. I guess they... From the it's a girl's name. Theme or something. Right. Oh, they always think that I'm Ginger. You have red hair. You have purple oh. hair. I do not have red hair. You don't, and you don't have purple hair. Oh, you do have a little bit of purple hair. Thank God I saw that. <laughs> Alison Moon is here as well. Yes. Who, if you've ever seen the show or listened to it before, you'll know is our photographer and associate producer. Yes, that's weird being on this end of the microphone. How do you like it? I never, ever uh, thought we'd convince you to come on. I know. After years of you saying, no, 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 I'm not doing it. <laughs> I like staying behind the camera. I know. Finally convinced you to do it. Yes. What it, was it, drinking or alcohol? Um, well, it's the alter ego of Louisiana legs. I've got to start touting my business. So this now, is a practice so, run on yeah. how to sell Louisiana legs, which yes. is the clothes you're wearing. Yes. Which it you is, design, um, make and design. Yes. Well, so it's uh, leggings and tops and capris that are designed with photography because I'm a photographer. Right. So I like, to, like this example is a picture of a boiled crawfish, but I also have like Mardi Gras bead designs. Another one where it's like a saint's legging, but it's actually a photo of a graveyard, a cemetery actually in the upper ninth ward that I kind of twinked around with and it's gold and has fleur-de-lis on it. So this is, what would you call this? Is this yoga clothes or workout yeah, clothes? Yeah, it's or yoga clothes. Well, you can use it for all types of working out. I actually use the tops too as bathing suit tops, but yoga, okay. running, 
any anything that's athletic, you can wear so, them. So you take photos because mm -hmm. you're a photographer, and then yes. somehow you transfer the photo onto these clothes. Yes, okay. I go I go through this um, printing company where they print out on the leggings and then hand sew them. Is that in China? No, it's not in China. It's actually in Canada. In Canada, oh, of yeah. all places. Really, why did you choose Canada? Because they were the ones that had the printer. There's not many yeah. printers out there that can print on clothes, on fabric. Sure would know something about it because he well, used to work at Perlis. Uh, yes. Oh. And so, and, our, and that was, we, um, you know, and going through and, and getting different um, manufacturers and stuff. Like there was one manufacturer I used for rugby shirts that actually, like, had their own mill in Canada. So there's when you a, say there's a really I used rugby shirts, you had rugby shirts made as part of your job at Perlis? Yes. I did. What were you doing as well? I thought you were the guy that just like sold clothes. Uh, I was a manager, but I also, you know, tried and, and dabbled. You know, I also helped like buy the ties that they had, and I also ran the custom clothing department for them for a couple of years. Um, oh, so, have you guys ever yeah. been in Perlis? Have you, do you? Are you from mm -hmm. here, you two? I am yes. from here, yes. Okay, so you know all about Perlis. I don't know. It, it's the place yeah. to buy the, the collared shirts, right? Exactly, yes. the polos. <laughs> yeah, they have like uh, polo shirts with crawfish on them or something. Exactly. Yeah. Sort of Is like Alice is only one lame yeah. ass crawfish. Well, the ties as well, I like the ties. The ties yeah. are fun. Yeah? So you guys so. have never been in Perlis and you've lived here your whole lives? No. Where, do you, where is that? It's on Magazine Street. It's Magazine and Webster uh, in between State and Henry Clay. So it's kind of near Audubon Park on Magazine yeah, okay. Street. So and you've never heard of it even. <laughs> I, I mean, he I know the look store. Like he wears ties. Yeah, <laughs> I, the store with the crawfish I, shirt. I, you've yeah, seen that. Hey, here's and April Solf, yeah. who was sitting in for me last week. April, thank you so much. <laughs> did you see that show? April did an awesome job. And now she's Last been, week. and now everyone's moved around when I'm back here. And now Allison is on the show, and so now April has to take photos. This is a really interesting crew we've got here. Everyone can do everything. It's a real New Orleans setup. Yes. So you were working at Pearl, selling yeah. men's suits, and you've never been, where did you grow up? What part of the city, Scott? Metairie. In Metairie. That's why I don't know what that is, yeah. It's, a, it's an extraordinarily preppy uptown so store. Very, that you could walk in there uh, and you would not be able to find one thing that you would wear. In probably not. I don't think I've ever seen Scott in anything other than his uh, uniform of t-shirts and, and jeans. jeans. <laughs> but you guys are not a couple. No. Are you a couple with other people? Yes. He's married. I'm yeah. in between things. <laughs> in between so. things? Yes. Yep. In between. In between whom? Um, well, I uh, was married at once upon a time. Uh, no longer married. Um, but we're still really great friends. And... Um, Huh. How'd you pull that uh, off? <laughs> um, you know, we were we really enjoy each other as people, but I think we just weren't meant to share our lives together in that way. So well, we what, we understood that it? early on. Really? Like, Did you? Well, I mean, about I four years into it. So. What is there? What is the stumbling block at that point? If you're such great friends, what um, stops you from being well, in love with each other? So I'm a, I'm a very artsy person. I I spend <laughs> a lot of time doing things that equal zero from purple y and 12 um and he's a programmer so you Hang know on it's a a <laughs> did you follow any of that <laughs> that's sure. right you do um, what little, little, yeah. little. what um, yeah. say so, that again uh so i i don't think in linear patterns i think very okay. um all right trying, abstract yes very abstract, abstract. Yes. and your husband is a super linear thinker because he's a computer programmer my, yes my ex-husband so, is a ex-husband sorry yeah. so that would you would think would be complementary um, it, it was at some points, but uh, there were some things that we just couldn't get past. So, so what um, does he think about you? Um, why, I, why can't he live with you? Because you're too crazy. I was crazy. really messy, honestly. Messy. I mean, let's, I'll be real about it. I'm a, I'm a messy person. Is that all that <laughs> it is, though? It um, should tidy up. It should, he, does, that, does that impede a marriage, really? Seriously? Um, <laughs> Being messy? It, it might. I don't know. I, well, did it? Is it that, was that the big problem? I mean, that was part of it, yes. You know. Because I'm trying to figure were, out if you really can get along with someone and you're such great friends and you can be friends outside mm -hmm. of... And you've already married them. You think, wouldn't you, that... It, <laughs> you I've could lost friends because I'm a neat freak and I've tried to mm -hmm. be roommates with them before and it has ended friendships that way. Is that right? Yeah. Because you're too... I'm a neat freak, yeah. I like everything to be spotless. And if they don't do their dishes right away, then I'm like... Ugh. You feel angry. Yes. And have you tried to get over that? Uh, and, and realized, hey, it's only dishes. Maybe <laughs> I could just let that slide because well, they have a lot I mean, of other good qualities. It's not just like the, if I say like they don't do their dishes, then they're like not doing their dishes. They're not like picking up their clothes on the floor, or, like leaving the bathroom in disarray. It's always not just like one uh, thing about yeah. it. It's mm. like everything. And when you're like trying to live in a house 
if I was a little bit, say, maybe more relaxed, like I am with my current roommate, we've met in a nice little happy medium zone. To where, like, okay, I don't freak out over, like, one dish in the sink, but she doesn't, like, leave a week's worth of dishes right. in the sink. And then what do they think about you, these people who you're no longer friends with? They think <laughs> you're know. OCD and crazy. I don't want to ask. <laughs> but do they think you're OCD and uptight? And probably. I haven't asked them, but they probably back. do, yeah. Right. They Scott, wouldn't tell me that to my face, I don't think. Right. Well, you're not talking to them anymore. Yeah. Because they're slobs. But to them, they aren't slobs. They're just... We're just people, like everybody yeah. else. <laughs> Are you still messy, Sherry? Now you live, um, do you live by yourself now? I do live by myself. I'm still relatively messy. I did go through the whole... Um, the Magical Art of Tidying. It's a, a book by some Japanese home organizer. I read that book. Yes. And, um, and I got rid of about half of my personal belongings, and it still just wasn't enough for me to keep it wow. contained. Well, that's a, I heard her on NPR, that woman, I think. She says you should yeah. throw anything away that you haven't touched in the last Well, it's, six it's, it's anything that doesn't yeah. bring you joy. Yeah. So if it doesn't I mean, bring you joy, joy, you have to throw it away. And if it is something that has brought you a lot of joy and has it outlived its lifespan, you should thank it for its service to you and then... I would love to get rid of my <laughs> checkbook. Is that involved? Yeah. Can um, you that just throw that away? I mean, according to this philosophy, it sounds like if it doesn't bring you joy, you can just go ahead and toss it. So. I assume that <laughs> you could use that as a defense for not writing checks. I threw my checkbook away because it's just no. pissing me off. You could just PayPal it. Yeah. Okay. And just so that, but then, phones. So you yeah. threw away half your stuff. Yes, I did. And that didn't work out. And then I bought more stuff, so yeah, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> well, how are you making all this money from the rock and roll business? Uh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> what are um, you doing besides that? Uh, so I work at a, a company in town, um, Interlocks. I uh, sell conveyor belts. I'm in the marketing department. Interlocks. Um, Interlocks, yes. In how do you... How do you Latrum, yes. Oh, Latrum. You know something about that? I bet they shop at Pearls. Um, well, uh, I'm not too sure, but it's going back to my wife, who was the executive director of the YLC. They um, honored... Mr. Latrum, um, a couple of years ago, was one of the role models in the city, and he's built up. He started with a shrimp peeling machine. That is correct. And he has grown the to like machine. hundreds yes. of patents, yep. and it's conveyor belts and in all kinds of other he little things. He knows half of yes. the Kool Aid, and he doesn't even work there, so that's uh, that's kind of good. <laughs> well, well, I bet, yeah, I bet we sold him a few suits, that. right? Uh, if he came in, I would sure. And he mm -hmm. invented the shrimp peeling machine. Yeah. Well, how do you happen to know that? I. Just no. Just I met him through okay. this thing, and it, it's it's really it, through it's, what strength? Through mean, Beignet Fest. Through Beignet Fest, and through my wife and the Young Leadership Council. Um, so do you think if you hadn't like met your wife, is it Amy? Is it Amy? Yeah. Think if you hadn't met her, you would be doing any of this, or she's changed your life? Um, she helped me along. That was kind of so. Like we met doing the Wednesdays at the Square, and it came to a point where she could either hire me. Uh -huh. um, and so I put in my... Did you quit your job? Uh, no, I was kind of working two part-time jobs. I was kind of working there, which I was on contract, and working at Perlis part-time. And, you know, put in my resume, and they ended up hiring somebody else. But we started dating. Your wife hired somebody else. She hired somebody else, which saved our relationship, <laughs> more or less. Well, that's weird. Exactly. Aren't you working together on Bernier first time? Yes. And so she's kind of... Well, how did it save your relationship then? Well, because, in, and I found out, you know, if I had to have worked for her, directly yeah, for her, right. it could have been a little, um, awkward. Kind of a little like tense and a little awkward and intense. Why? Um, is she like a hard, is she like a hard ass? She, she's very particular about the way things are done, very organized, um, putting the, everything together. What's the dishes in the sink department? <laughs> dishes in the sink. Um, we kind of get to them when we get to them, you know. And, oh, she's, and so not, that's the, she's not as bad as Alison. No, and, and so that's kind of the thing. One of the th and, and so, and I guess here's the, the thing to, to fasten on my wife, if we will. Um, one of the things that kind of tuned me into, this is somebody that's, that's really special, is I was in a place, you know, this was like two, 2007, it's kind of right after the storm. I just had kind of like a bad relationship end. And, um, okay, how'd that, kind of how that one end? That one ended um, by... It, it was, to an extent, a, a disagreement, a disagreement in philosophies about relationships. So the other person that I was dating is like, every person has to have somebody else in their life. That's just the way it is. They just, they're just meant to be together. Okay. And I was at a place where, you know, you have to be fine with who you are. You have to be comfortable 
and know that you are complete. You don't need anybody else to complete you. And so when you find somebody who's lucky enough and who's comfortable with their ER, but you have fun with them and you can interact with them and, and have a conversation with them and, and find that they compliment you well, then that's... So I'm hearing that she thought she'd already met you, that you were the man she was looking for. You were her um, life well, partner, it was, and you didn't extent, think so. it, was, it was one night we were out at DBA, and she had some coworkers, and she's like, you know, these girls are just so they're so worried about what this boy thinks or what not, you know. And she's like, I'm I'm to a place in my life. I don't care if I don't need to marry anybody. I'm fine with who I am. I'm perfect. If you like me, great. If not, that's fine, too. And I was like, hmm, that sounds what I'm kind of looking for. You know, it's kind of like just to know that they're, they're firm in who they are. And so we were able to come together and find... And who are we talking about? The, this, the person saying this at DBA, is this your current wife? Or yes. The ex- no, this is my current wife. Oh, I see. I the, thought you were the, talking the about... The other person that I, that I left was, like, desperate to find somebody. But you'd already found you already found you and she found me, but uh, it just, it, it wasn't... She we wasn't the one melding. that you were looking for. Yeah. Okay. So, but and she was. didn't agree with that? No. The last person. What yeah. happened to her? Um, I think she found somebody else and had a couple of kids and is doing fine, as far as I know. So you were so, right about that? Yeah. It wasn't you? Nope, it okay. wasn't me. So. All right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Very good. Okay, so what about the rock and roll <laughs> business, you guys? Did that have anything to do with your marriage ending? Hanging out all night with no, Scott Freelo? <laughs> well, so I actually didn't Handsome, meet, I didn't meet Scott. Uh, I, I met him toward the end of uh, uh, my relationship with, with uh, Will. Um, but I was hanging out. I was going to Tuesday night karaoke. Um, I was Tuesday staying out late. Tuesday night karaoke? Yeah, it was, uh, it's got to be a story. karaoke. <laughs> By uh, yourself. Yeah, right. So, I mean, I would, I would be out. All, I, I also, I had a lot of extracurricular activities. So I, would, I played roller derby for Big Easy Roller Girls. And I... Uh, okay. I was hanging out at do night at bars. I, I do not. I'm retired. I actually I might return soon as a as a trainer. Oh. I just haven't been able to squeeze it into my schedule. But I know that those girls are. You know, I, I love them. And what I was your help name? Them. What was your role? Um, Beatrix Skiddo. Beatrix what? Uh, Skiddo. The Skiddo. Kill Bill reference. Um, S K I D D O. S K I D D O. Yes. That's and the so B. The that's, B. That's where the B mm-hmm. comes from in Ginger and the B. Oh, so, B is for Beatrix, yeah. which is uh, your. I never had a nickname growing up, and and <laughs> when I started roller derby, I then created this alter ego for myself, and then from that I got a multitude of nicknames from B, B Skiddo, B Skiddy, Skittles, you know, all the different mm. things that you could do with B, they decided to do. So I just, even my uh, my former in-laws called me B. They didn't, it, they felt uncomfortable calling me by my real name. So there's a certain part of the city downtown that knows me as, as B. So that's a whole <laughs> alter <B>. ego. <laughs> What's that? That's a whole alter ego. Oh yeah, ego? absolutely. I, I know when different? I've met certain people in my life based on if they call me Sherry or if they call me B. What do you like so, being called? Or just that you have to... It depends. If I if I know you from roller derby and you call me Sherry, I, I might step back a little bit. Is B different from Sherry? Is it two different people? It was at some point, I think. Um, but I think Sherry has grown up a little bit to be more like B. Um, she's okay. grown into herself so and, B and figured a, out what she wants to be. Was B, so. was B angry and uh, <laughs> likes to hit people in roller derby? B loved to hit people in roller derby, <laughs> right. yes. Right. Uh, always generally a little angry, right. as it says on the back of our uh, T-shirts. Does uh, it? Are you wearing yeah. one of your no, own T-shirts? I'm, no, I didn't. I didn't what self-promote is, today. <laughs> what does your T-shirt say? Um, so we have the definition of ginger on the back, which is uh, uh, you, you redhead, and I don't, I don't remember soulless, soulless, yeah, soulless, soulless. <laughs> what, you're soulless, yeah. Scott. Gingers don't have is souls. That the they collect dictionary souls. Definition? It's half, half and half. You know. Part of it. <laughs> People with red hair don't have a soul. They, they collect souls. They collect souls. And yes. where do they collect them from? Other I usually people? people people seem to think that that's what my freckles are, okay. the souls that I've collected. Oh wow! So I'll just go with that. But and is that like sort it, of a vampiric thing that you're stealing other people's living people's souls? They don't know it, I don't think. Okay. He's no. slowly stealing my soul right I'm now. Just yeah. wondering. No, everybody's. It's all right. All right, Can't right around you made now. Me sit next to him. Where did that come from? I don't know. You've never I, looked I, that up in your whole I, life. I, I actually saw it on a South Park episode. <laughs> I never went. I never went back okay. in time. Oh, well, to it must it, be so. true. I didn't realize it was. On I didn't South go Park. back and fact check that or anything. You've never thought about looking it up. No. It's from that viral video. 
C-Rock. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know that little kid? He's like, Oh, I've seen that Gingers kid. do have souls. I've seen him. <laughs> and, uh, I, and, yeah. then, and then South Park made fun of that. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. I never went back Good to that C-Rock. So mm -hmm. where did it come from, C-Rock and the original? This is our fact checker over here. Well, there was like um, uh, Gingers were getting like bullied a bunch. Yeah. In like the mid 2000s. I don't know why. I just, I, I think it's a that, red hair thing. Yeah. That arose naturally. I feel like it I'm was sure. stem, but before that, though, like hundreds of years ago, there might be a superstition out there about gingers are stealing your soul. If there isn't, there is now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if C Rock will find it for us in I'll the take next a look, couple yeah. of minutes. Yeah, for sure. So that's pretty interesting. So, how did you guys, so you were, so you were the two people, yes. Be Beatrice Skiddo. Yep. And Sherry Montz. What sort of name is Montz? Is this a well-known um, New Orleans name? It's a name? German Gramercy roots. You know, in so Louisiana, from Gramercy, it's from Gramercy. From my Boston. grandfather is, um, but my, my family, um, I grew up between Kenner and Harahan as a, as a kid. So. What is between yep. Kenner and Harahan? It's a Scandinavian well, furniture store. <laughs> Exactly. Um, Is that where no, you so, well, my parents were divorced, so I would spend oh, I half see. my time in Kenner, half my time in Harahan. So. Okay. Yeah. And how are they, are they friends? Um, you know, they actually maintained a pretty stable relationship, and they said it was for the benefit of me as a, as so a kid growing up. you're the only kid? Yeah, I am, yes. And how old were you when they got divorced? It's like a uh, psychologist. I don't, I don't even remember. <laughs> so I know, I'm not pretty, that interesting. Everyone pretty, else around this table is. You're like. pretty young. <laughs> yes. I yeah. think it's pretty interesting to have an alter yeah. ego. I bet everybody would like to have yeah. a second... I don't know. I have a tough time managing my first, so I don't yeah. know if I could do a second. What are you doing besides this? Singing in a band. Uh, I do social media. So as my kid puts it, you play on Facebook all day. So that's basically what that's I do. That's what you do, really? All day. And you get paid for that by various I do. People. And, and I get health insurance for it. You get health insurance? <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's a real job. Look, Allison's looking excited. Well, yeah, because I'm having to figure out my own social media right now, and I'm terrible at it. It's, uh, yeah. It's a pretty good thing. Who are you working for? I work for New Orleans Original Daiquiris, so all their mm -hmm. local places and all the ones around the country. Oh, wow. And I do. Wow. Is this the greatest job of all time? It is. You get to do wow. social media for a daiquiri, daiquiri shop. I do. I do. I, I tried to recruit him to sell conveyor belts, and he just wasn't interested. No, I, 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 I actually work that. across the lake. I drive back and forth across the lake every day. and it's You live across the lake? Nope. I live no, here. I live in Metairie. Why do you have to drive anywhere if you're... In well, because i got to be in an office. It's an office setting uh, situation. Oh, I thought you could do that from your home or... I could. I mean, and I do. But I, I think to, to be able to get the health insurance, they want me in an office. They want to know that you're <laughs> yeah. actually working. Yeah. So what exactly. do you actually do? I take pictures and post pictures and comment on pictures. and. He's also a really great graphic designer. Uh, and, uh, I, I do that <laughs> stuff, too. Okay. Um, and I do their website. So, so you know something yeah. about the... The, the back worldwide end of, web, yeah, back yeah. end of the worldwide web, right? Okay. Right. Yeah. And so, how did you learn that in school? Or did you just you fell into it? I just for real. Yeah. How does everybody else have a job like this? Exactly. Sure. It took me a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It how, didn't take me. So you don't look old enough to be young enough. I mean, actually, to be like the social media, because like you would imagine, like when like you little, say like social media, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like a little you person who's like bastard. just Are you out of college. The white in my <laughs> beard possibly <laughs> indicates age. Is that what you're saying? Possibly. <laughs> I, it's wisdom, you know, and it's where the color stopped. For Those whatever are reason, more souls. More souls. A friend of mine's like, "Hey, you're pretty funny. Why don't you come work for us?" I'm like, "All right." What enough. did you do before that? I did that. That's what I did before that. I did web design, oh, web design. and okay. Uh, okay. graphic design and some social media. Like when it, like the dawn of that Facebook, Twitter area era. I mean, and, and what's hmm. the definition of success when you're a social media person? What are you looking to do each day? Like, like what is my definition of success? Yeah, I mean, what are they looking for you before they're going to say, hey, Scott, it seems like we're paying your health insurance and all this right. money, and <laughs> what the fuck is actually going on in that office? It's okay. I don't know. What do you want to see each day? Like, a number of I people liking a, you? I, or? I think it's a positive image of the company, and, um, and like, we sell stuff, too, so they, they want web sales from our website, and... And I also maintain the website too, so there's probably that. Right. And then so. What do you sell actually? Uh, we what, sell what? daiquiri mixes. Daiquiri mix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why? That sounds like a lot of people. You know what we look? What we have? <laughs> See. You should go into business with these guys who are our sponsors, Hangover Destroyer. Do you know about Hangover Destroyer? I don't. 
Would you like me to tell you a little bit about it? I would love to know about that. Well, let me tell you something about Hangover Destroyer. Hangover Destroyer is the only all-natural product that's medically proven, and, and I stress that, medically proven. Medically proven. To prevent a hangover. Is that so before, you take this before or after? Yep. If you go to the Hangover Destroyer website, you can take it before, during, and after drinking. And you write happy hour in the, hoop, in the coupon code there. The website's called hdestroyer.com. You should check it out. As a professional web designer and so on, you might be very interested in their website. I also might be interested in their, in their product. Their product. You could totally take some of these with you right now and try them out. And you, maybe you can give them away with a daiquiri mix. That's it. How cool would that be to get a like whole a box of daiquiri mix in, you, in the mail exactly. and you get some Hangover Destroyer with it? I feel like that's a, a match made in heaven. It could be. Well, help yourself take some. They'd be very happy to hang up a destroyer to know that we've, we've hooked them up with the daiquiri mix people. Anyway, if you're listening to this or watching this on Facebook and you want to go check it out, go to hdestroyer.com, write happy hour on the coupon code and get 30% off of hang up a destroyer and you two can seize the door. I think we work that in there pretty good, don't you? Hey, I got to interrupt your little hangover destroyer pitch to read you something wild about gingers. Oh, here we go. No, I don't want to fact check with this. I'm going with this information as if it's truth. Garrett actually found this. The following comes from Montaigne Summer's book, The Vampire, His Kith and Kin from 1928. Red was the color of the hair of Judas Icarus and of Cain. And I, Judas Iscariot? Yeah, it's the guy. That's yeah, the guy who was thank to you betray Jesus. That's right. And I have not met uh, with the following tradition, save orally, but it is believed in Serbia, Bulgaria, and Romania that there are certain red-polled vampires who are called children of Judas, and that these, the foulest of the foul, kill their victim with one bite or kiss, which drains the blood as if it were a single drought. The poisoned flesh of the victim is wounded with the devil stigmata, three hideous scars shaped thus, XXX, signifying the 30 pieces of silver, the price of blood. Wow, okay. Uh, so that is rich. So Cheers. Very nice. Congratulations. I'm going to I'm gonna have to talk to my the supreme being on that ego. one. <laughs> Thomas, thank you for that. That was pretty interesting. So Judas, who betrayed Jesus, was a redhead. I didn't know that. I didn't know, know that. that. Did you know that? Who you did? Re- I've <laughs> never heard anything like that's, it. No, do you crazy. have any religious upbringing, Sherwood? Um, I do have religious upbringing. What school so. did you go to, like? Um, I did, Jersey well, or something? No, I went to public school. I grew up in Homa. Um, but my parents were both uh, Christian scientists. Christian scientists? That's yeah. like an oxymoron. To an extent. What it's, exactly um, is a Christian scientist? So, oh, fun. Uh, <laughs> Have you had to explain this before? I guess uh, not. Oh, yeah. Um, especially because the, the college that I went to was for Christian scientists. And so Christian science um, was more or less discovered. Is this like um, the Christian Science Monitor? Yes. The newspaper? It's exactly. the same people. Okay. It's the same people. So it was a lady, Mary Baker Eddy, who was raised by Calvinists and who had a very bad fall, um, but through prayer was able to heal herself. And so she did more and more study of the Bible and ended up writing a book, Science and Health, with Key to the Scriptures. Um, and through that, she was able to... Um, you know, she sort of created what she called the system of healing, you know, through prayer of being able to heal through okay. um, prayerful study. Okay. And so, you know, and the way she did it is more or less with the scientific method. And it, it, was, it was based on, you know, if God is all, then, you know, anything that, and if God is good, then anything that tries to hurt us isn't really real. And it's, it's a very condensed version okay, of what so it what is. so what is the basic tenet of the Christian science religion is that you can believe in the power of prayer, um, which is kind of what all religion yeah. is based on. There aren't any exactly. genders in that, are there? No. no. And, that's, and that's the thing, too, is she calls God Father, Mother, God, because if God is a creator, it's neutral gender. So it's father yeah. and mother. So it's okay. father and mother. So it's pretty advanced. It was a transgender yeah. God before there was even... To an extent, or is it gender neutral? So yeah, it's just—it's kind of like a unit. Ginger, ginger, ginger neutral? Ginger. Oh, sorry. So gender yeah. neutral. So did you leave all that behind, or you still believe it? Um, I'm kind of—I'm kind of in between. Um, It—it's been challenging. Um, you know, one of the things, and part of the reason why I started the festival is because our old, my oldest son is autistic and he's about seven years old okay and um it was hard 
you know, coming to an extent, coming to grips with that and um, being able to raise him and get him services that he needed. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, at the same time trying to, to come to grips with a, you know, the religion of, in sort of the tenets that it has of, um, are you supposed to be able to, are you supposed to be able to pray autism away? Um, and see, that's, that's a, and to an extent, that's kind of the thing that I've been, you know, struggling with is, is just, it. It is who he is, right. and that's who my son is, and that's just the, um, you know, the characteristics that he has and how right. he lives and, and, and what he, you know, deals with day in and day out. Um, but, you know, if, if you think that we're all created in the image and likeness of God, spiritually, you know, and to an extent that's kind of what we put into the mission statement for our foundation is that, you know, trying to see these kids who have development delays, that they are whole beings, that they're purposeful, that there's not necessarily anything that's, you know, they, they may have difficulties in other things, but it's not something that can hold them back. Well, is it more difficult so, for him or for you? It's... It's, it's kind of a little of both. You know, I think there, there are times when he may want to convey something, but he can't. And so, and there are definitely times where he does a thing called stimming, where he just kind of, you know, will shake his arms and he kind of makes his guttural, you know, like feral cat sound, as my wife and I call it. <laughs> you know, and he, he just gets overstimulation. It's overstimulation. Okay. It's kind of, I'm really excited or something, you know, I'm just really, really excited and I can't control myself and so I just have to let it out um, and, and it's oh, just something it's kind of cool actually yeah and it, it's just something that he has and so right. I've been you know kind of figuring my way of um, you know seeing him for who he is and loving him for who he is but how does, and everything this, that's how does this play into Christian science how does it play into Christian science well and you know I haven't it's not necessarily something I've, I feel I have to pray about, right? Um, but it it it's going into you know using the the using the basis for for Christian prayer, you know you um, and you kind of start with God is all, you know omnipotent God, all creative, um, and so it's a creationist religion, and. I've had some, you know, recently I've had some issues with God being an all-in-all creator. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm, you know, to my, to you my extent, personally, I'm kind of dealing with it and trying to figure it out. Are you supposed to, to not believe in evolution if you believe in Christian science? Is that what you're saying? Is that what creationism is? I mean, it's what creationism is. Yeah. So that's I mean, the, it, that's the yeah, basis of Christian science. science. It's, it's, yeah. it's a Christian science. Science, yes. It's, it's taking and the Bible I'll, and the teachings from the Bible and, and using it. Are these, are they some of these people who believe we've only been here for 6,000 years or something? Um, I know you're not a spokesperson for the church yeah. or anything, but... Yeah, do you know anything about this, Scott? Do I think about that? Do you know anything about this? Not, probably not as... No, not really. I, I mean, I like know, you might know something about. Is it the red hair? No, I don't. <laughs> no. Sherry, you know anything uh, about religion? Uh, I, mean, I, I, was, I was raised Catholic. Yeah, like I was most raised Catholic. I went to Catholic yeah. school right. all my life. And what school did uh, you guys? I went to grammar school. I went to St. Anne, but from high school, I went to Brother Martin. Okay. And where'd you guys, Sherry? Mm-hmm. Um, I was B? at uh, St. Rita and uh, Ursuline Academy. Okay. So. And what about you, Allison? You went to school in Lafayette. Yes, I went to Acadiana High. Acadiana High, that doesn't sound too religious. No, it was a public school. <laughs> Did you have any religious upbringing in there? I was, yeah, I was raised Catholic. So you guys are all Catholic. You were Christian science. It's South Louisiana. Yeah. It's South Louisiana. Yes. Yeah. It's very Catholic. <laughs> what do you do now? Did you leave that all behind? Or are you still I, I, yeah, I don't really cling to it at all anymore. I think the church just teaches... It likes to say that it's kind and everything, but there's a lot of hate there. And if you don't fit in with our beliefs, then you don't belong. So I kind of left that in high school. What is it about their beliefs that you don't agree with? 
Which bit? Um, just like th- they preach acceptance, but then they really don't accept people that believe any differently from they do. I've seen religion do a lot of good things, but then on the other hand, like there's been a lot of bad things that come from it too. So it's just, I think it's time that as human beings, we should take responsibility for defining our own morality outside of religion. I think religion is like a crutch of trying to define morality and if you don't quite agree with this specific god then you're wrong and you deserve to die type of mentality that we see from a lot of we've seen it from christianity that's what people in the catholic church believe if you don't believe the same thing you believe you deserve to die i think they used to i don't think they do it as much anymore but like if you look at like spanish inquisition and other things like that that? it was in the 10th century no it wasn't that long ago i have no idea when it was (laughs) it wasn't that long ago it was maybe like oh i can't i can't i'm not a history major i don't remember but spanish inquisition was Around the same time that they were discovering America, so not not a thousand years ago, more I think like 400 years ago. Not That's that all far. it was, really. 1478. 1478. Thank yeah. you, Sirach. And that was. And what no what was device. the Spanish Inquisition exactly, other than the Monty Python? Where if you <laughs> weren't a good, devout Catholic, they were trying to stem out the Jews. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody wants were, to kill Jews, though. That's, yeah. So exactly. That's worldwide. But that wasn't here in America. No, that but America's had the like Salem witch trials. Everywhere's that's had true. it. Every religion has done its fair share of killing. Yeah. I guess every religion hates every other religion. Yeah. What about the Christian mm-hmm. science people? They're not trying to kill anyone, are they? No. And so and that's kind of the one of the other things that they have in, in the religion is they use synonyms for God. And one of the synonyms is love. And so that's kind of the one thing that I kind of hang on is just God is love and so when you express love that's expressing godliness and it's compassion it's charity it's just appreciation it's and affection. beignets it's beignets for sure because who doesn't beignets love beignets is love for sure so that's that sounds what, like a t-shirt so that, <laughs> that's beignets what propelled you towards doing beignet mm-hmm. fest was having a kid who's autistic and, mm-hmm. and your spiritual beliefs that you could do some good in the world and give some money to yeah. some causes. That's pretty Absolutely. cool. It's also a very compelling sales pitch, I would think, when you're going out to... Yeah. I looked on your website mm-hmm. before we came on today, and uh, there's a huge number of sponsors behind this thing. There is. You must be pretty um, good at raising money. Well, yeah, and that's, again, going back to my wife, that's her. That's kind of her niche is... is um, well, she doing come fundraising. down here today. This wife. <laughs> she sounds awesome. She's incredible. You'll have, you'll have to bring her on. Her. The show yeah, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, so she, you know, it's it's. So she's raising year. all this money for you. She's raising a fair amount of it. Yes. What are you doing so, exactly? You're trying out the venues. I'm, I'm doing the logistics. I'm making sure that we have a stage and generators and grease traps and all the food vendors have all their, you know, paperwork turned in and that we have people who are able to set up and that we have. Are you? you know, are you it? And, Are you doing this by yourself? I, I am the full-time employee, so we do have some different volunteers who are helping us out, but I'm really like the day-to-day operations all falls on me. It's a pretty big deal for one guy. Yeah. So what kind of beignets are we going to be seeing at this fest? Ooh, they're a bunch. We've got like 20 different kinds of beignets. We've got everything What's from a hamburger. Ooh, Good it's hard because that was, that was the last thing. Is like, you know, what was your favorite beignet from last year? We were so busy last year, we did not try one. <laughs> We were just running around like crazy. So um, how do I get to so, be in the beignet fest? If I make beignets, I can just get in without you trying them? Um, yeah, well, you know, if you're a food vendor and you agree to all the stuff that we have, we have a, a pretty stringent agreement. But there's a pretty um, low bar to entry if you're not even trying it? them. Exactly, but it's, it's okay. you know, well, as, that's as good long to as you make, next year. Yeah, as long as you make beignets and they're good, but I mean, we've got people... How do you know they're um, good if you're not trying them? I can make... How much is a well, beignet? I think well, if people are eating yeah. them, they're probably good. Exactly, and when you, and when you hear people like... Allison, you and I could get and do a beignet <laughs> for five bucks. How, how, it doesn't matter how bad <laughs> it is once we've sold it. We won't, mean, we won't get asked back next year, but so what? I, you, have you been to like a taste testing bin no. festival like that where you're like, okay, don't like people. T- people talk yeah, to talk people. Quickly. They'd be like, don't go, yeah, don't, don't go get don't this one. Go get this, this, one, one. this one. Okay, oh, you yeah. really need to try. And go so try that was, this one. This one's the best. Yes, wait in line for an hour for this one. <laughs> one. Okay. Don't waste your yeah. time waiting in line for that one. Okay, people so talk we wouldn't get away with it. Okay, no. Sherwood, who gave the awards? What was like the the judging committee like for Beignet Fest last year? Because I'm seeing all these winners on the website. 
website. Yeah, so the, the judging committee, it was done. There was a, a social media aspects that I think we did through Instagram with the help of Babes from Mignes and Kenny Lopez. Um, and we had uh, the best, I think, non-traditional beignet, which was Cafe Mespero that do like a beignet figure. It's just kind of a longer Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was the do. that was the most innovative beignet. Most innovative beignet, most innovative beignet from Cafe like, Mespero. Was there anything you ever on the beignet that place in the French Quarter? And just powdered sugar <laughs> on okay. that one. Um, they also have the best savory beignet um, is the Holland Wolf. They do a be- bacon cheddar beignet with a crema chipotle sauce Ooh. on it, or chipotle crema. Sorry. Um, okay. Is that sweet? And so they do that, and I've, mm, and that's kind savory. of thing. But the yeah, beignet itself savory. is the beignet itself sweet? No, no it's, it's just different. dough. Yeah, so the so beignet, it's just the fried dough. Is it's the powdered sugar that you would put normally put it's on top of it. neutral, and then it yeah. depends what you put on it. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So yeah, it can be sweet or it can be savory. So and we've got, um, you know, we also have uh, this year we have, you know, like Ruby Slippers doing a banana sparser beignet, a couchon beignet, a tasso mm. cream beignet, uh, Loretta's. <laughs> It's just, didn't like, bring us any authentic pralines, but as she says, she's trying to do like Domino's and take out the pizza. She's just going to be Loretta's because she's been doing, starting to do beignets. She's going to do a hamburger hot sausage beignet, a lump crab meat beignet, which I've had both of those and they're both amazing, a praline beignet, and a chocolate praline beignet. Um, we have people. What's the, what's the weed smoking situation down there? <laughs> Beignet do it fest. Before you go. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like you could enough. really do pretty well if you were stoned as hell. When is this again? October seventh. It's in so it's Next like week. a week and a half. Yes. It's October seventh, which is a Saturday. Yes. October seventh, two thousand seventeen. At City Park. Yes. So if you're listening to this after October seventh, two thousand seventeen, mm-hmm. and you'd like to go to the next year's Beignet Fest. Hopefully, same place, same Where would same we go time. to? Is it beignetfest.com? Beignetfest.com. The word where beignet is very difficult to spell. At the festival grounds um, near Christian Brothers, kind of where they have most of the, the festivals. Where Nola on Top was this year. It's like but Voodoo? Voodoo Fest. Where yeah, Voodoo yeah. is. Okay. Where Voodoo is. Are you guys as big as Voodoo? No. No, but it's we're in not. The same. We're, but it's in the same venue. I think beignet, so there's kind of the way the, the area is set up. There's kind of like some tree breaks, and so we're kind of in one little area one where the tree breaks. Where the, and where the main stage would be yeah. normally, okay. Yeah, and so I think like Voodoo Fest like spans out yeah. and goes past trees. We're just taking like a little... Well, congratulations on, on a success yeah. story by the sound of it. Thank you. It's pretty impressive. It is. Are you going to get wealthy like, you know, the Jazz Fest guys out of it? Uh, You'd be like Quint Probably Davis not. driving around. I, I don't know if cup. I'll be uh, possibly. I don't know if I'll be that successful. It's um, it, it's you know trying to, to to make money off of it and, and to get things going. I think most of the our our focus with the cause is to try and raise money to go back into programs that help kids with autism. Okay. And so you know if if we raise money, that's kind of. You know, I'm, it's I'm, free. I'm, it's free to get into, though. It's free to get into. Oh, I got a good. You tip. have to buy. I have got a. You have to, mm-hmm. Oh, you have to buy a, a you have minimum. To buy food and beverage tickets. Check this out, though. Okay. I've got a great tip for anyone who's listening to this, or you guys here at the table. I saw on the Beignet Fest website you can get a VIP pass mm-hmm. for fifty dollars, yep. five zero, and for that you get free beer mm-hmm. all day. All, all day. day. All day. Think about that. Complimentary beer. Complimentary How cold brew coffee. How much is one beer? One beer is five dollars. Okay, so you, you no. drink ten That's beers, beers and you make it worth it. You don't right. have to even drink them all yourself. There's you can, now you, now, you now. give them to your friend, yeah. your wife, Amy, or well, the, and the thing is, know. to get in the VIP, it's twenty one or over, and we're gonna try every, everything you have to consume in the VIP area. You can't uh, necessarily bring drinks out. But is uh, it, it's I see what you're trying to do there. But. Still pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> it's still a pretty good deal. Fifty bucks because yeah. you could bring day, food in beer. if you wanted to. You're just right. like, hold my beer. Go grab some beignets and come back. And it's, I'm sure it's, it's covered, covered, right? Yeah, it's yeah, covered. It'll be a shade area. Oh, and you get bath. bathrooms. You get a, there's a dedicated bathroom there. And it's a good cause. Bucks. And right. it's probably a donation. It's for tax write-off, right? Exactly. Under the new Trump tax plan, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's going to be acceptable, acceptable write-off. Hey, listen, mm-hmm. we have to hear a song from Ginger and the Bee before we go Absolutely. any further, or I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. Oh. <laughs> so I'm already in a lot of trouble. But um, yep. what sort of music do you... I, I saw this on the on my extensive so research that Graham it, gave it's me. It's kind of hard to define, but we I've been describing it as um, almost a '90s alternative hybrid with pop culture or pop pop music today. Um, our friend Justin likes to call it pop music, and Scott will disagree with him. I'm sure. sure, it's popular music. I'll agree popular with that. Music, if yes. that's what pop stands for, I'm in. 
I'm not that guy. Who's your, who's your friend, Justin? Uh, Justin, I think he's been on here the show before. Oh, Justin Mollison. That yes. is the one. Oh, I love that Justin. guy. He's great. He's a great musician <laughs> and yeah. a very nice yeah. guy. That's, that's our who, keyboard player. That's who too. got me to to, got this, to get this guitar. Ah, uh, this guitar. Yeah, this little tiny baby guitar. Yep. What yeah. is the deal with this little baby guitar? It's as I've gotten to be older, or as I've gotten to be more experienced as a musician, that's the lust the lust I want to carry. Right. So instead of bringing more gear out, I want to bring less gear out, and okay. this seemed to. Is that. this a full-size guitar for grown-up people, or is this for little it's, kids? They or call what it a it traveler do? guitar, okay. so you, but it, it's it's pretty full right. for a guitar. So it's a it, really it's an okay guitar, and it's tiny. I think it's a good guitar, and oh, it's tiny. Cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so you have a record out, you two. We do. I yes. see you touting it as a full-length album, although it only has five songs on it. What is that? It, you know, there's no real definition, right? Well, I was wondering what you were going to say about that. That's what I'm going to say. That's, That's where I'm There's sticking no to it right di- now. There's I would no real, say five songs as an EP. It's a release. Is that proper enough to say? It's one. It's, it's, our, it's hard to define, a, or it's hard to release music these days with the way that you don't, entertainment yeah, is Yeah, you don't need so, ten songs. You know, right. Yeah. We yeah. figure by the time you're done with those five, we'll release another five. And okay, and it's, the album is just <laughs> called the name of the band, Ginger and the Bee. Yeah. And you can get it on Spotify for nothing. That's where I listen to it yep. today. <laughs> You can, so you can certainly you can, steal it, no worries. Certainly, if Napster's out there, I'm sure you can find it. Napster. I, hope, I hope you can find it. Now, now you're Napster. showing your grade. I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that Napster. even. Come on. Hey, listen, so what song are you going to do off of it? Uh, the first song, I Quit. I Quit? Yeah. I Quit, okay. It's more like a, a, a rocking kind of song, but we're going to kind of do it. Do an acoustic version? A little, yeah. Okay, can we, are we good with the sound of the guitar? To the city, met up with friends. It was no biggie. The night was done, and I let you in. Post a nightcap in the den. Morning started to show her face, still tangled up in your embrace. Don't wanna play this game. It's all starting to sound the same. You're here, and then you're not. Empty hands are all I've got. Don't wanna say enough. I quit. 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 Forgot my name. <laughs> we launched ourselves into the breeze. Summer bending at the knees Fight the crashing waves until We find the shoreline standing still Lounging in the sun all day Hoping that we'll always stay Don't wanna play this game It's all starting to sound the same You're here and then you're not Empty hands are all I've got Don't wanna say enough I quit 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 Yes, I'm back. That was great, you Thank guys. You. Thank you. Awesome. What do you think, Allison? It's terrible. Yeah, right? it's pretty. You can hear it again at, uh, at Gretna Fest this weekend. Gretna yeah, so Fest this yes. weekend, you're playing. Okay, which is October the no September the thirtieth. Yeah. One oh, that's p.m. Awesome. 
1 p.m. Yep. At Gretna Fest. On the riverfront stage. I wasn't expecting that at all. Were you expecting that, Alison? No. I was expecting like a little more maybe punkish feel. Yeah, and, right. And it will be when we get there. So we uh, we also have our B Street band that plays with us in the background. So <laughs> the Scott, B Street band. Yeah. A little less acoustic sounding. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Uh, so Scott and I started writing music, just the two of us. And then um, we, we had this debate early on whether we would record it the way we can play it live or if we just record it the way we wanted it to sound. And so we, mm-hmm. we made the decision to record it the way we want it to sound and we'll get there when it comes to playing live. And so we've recruited a handful of people. We've had a little bit of a rotation and now we've got a pretty solid backing behind us. Well, uh, that's a good thing about yeah. New Orleans is you can always find great musicians. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I saw this list of musicians that you're playing with. Are these these people here? Justin Malaysian, Ted Torres, yep. Kit Keen. And somebody yes. with the best name I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> Woody played, Dan Tagen. Yeah, Woody, Woody played with us. How do you pronounce that? Dan Tagen. Dan Woody Dan Tagen. Dan Tagen. Is that a great name or what? Yeah, he's yeah. What does he play? Woody? He played he played drums for us in the beginning, and actually Kit now Kit's plays drums drummer. for us. And, uh, and actually, drum so, kit. Yeah. Yep. Well, that and, makes and more Justin, sense. Justin won't be with us this weekend. He's uh, on a plane to London right now. Is um, he really? Yeah. But uh, Katerina Boudreaux okay. will be p- playing uh, okay. keyboards with us this weekend. So. Right. Okay. So th- where are you play? Where do you play otherwise? Do you play out in clubs and bars and so on? Uh, yeah. When where we can, you, yeah. Where do you play? Uh, we played at Portside Lounge about a month ago, and we played at Southport Hall about a month and a half ago, a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be able to get your gig at Beignet Fest. That's what I was, I was wondering about how that festival worked, if, uh, if it had musical well, entertainment. We've actually we uh, written a song for a Confetti Park Kids. Oh, um, awesome. Yeah. So they, yeah. if you ever hear the song Bumblebee, that, Bumblebee? Uh, that came from oh. us. So. How does that go? <laughs> it goes like <laughs> Bumblebee, Bumblebee. Yeah, we all, can play it. Yeah. You can play a little bit of it if you want to. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? It's, a super, it's much shorter than I quit. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I just need yeah. to play the whole but thing. But it's exactly like what you think it is. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. And there's music at the Spanier Fest, right? Yes, there Okay, is. how's the Bumblebee like... song go? Like that. Okay. Where's that from? Uh, we, we wrote, wrote that. that. Yeah, but I mean, where do you? Where, <laughs> what, how do you know it? What? I mean, how did you know? Just the. Um, how do so? You know that show? So the person, the people that they wrote it for, um, was a kids band that played with our at our festival yesterday, the Confetti Park Players. Yeah. Okay. Um, with Katherine Hobgood, yep. Katie yes. Hobgood. Yep. Oh, okay. Also played roller derby. Yes. How we know each other. Right, so. and she's been on Happy so. Hour as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Well, that's small. Yeah, she, and imagination. Exactly. I see the imagination movers are playing at the yes, Beignet Fest this year. This that's year. a good move. Um, if you yeah. want to get kids, their parents exactly. to come along. Exactly, they're kind of thinking. our noon headliner, kind yeah. of kid-centric, kid kid time. Um, we're going to have them there. We're going to start off with another little country band called the Hill Country Hounds. We're going to start off around 10:45. We have the One Love Brass Band going to play around 1:45. Oh, they're an excellent band with Absolutely. Boyana. Mm-hmm. And, Have you guys heard Kong that Kong. band? No. That's They're pretty, a ska very brass cool. band. Really? They're yeah. pretty cool. That's a very cool yeah. I heard them. I actually heard them down, like, on the corner a couple, like, around Christmas time at the Fred, one of the Fred Street Fairs. They were playing out there, and I was like, it's a really cool, I like this sound. I'm going to have to ask them to come out. So have them we have the Brassaholics coming on around 3.15 and then we're going to close out at 5 with Eric Lindell Eric Lindell mm-hmm. at 5 uh, okay yeah. that's a pretty good lineup. Well, maybe next year maybe next year maybe next year Ginger and the Bee we <laughs> are looking at the musical wing. yeah musical uh, booker so are you the Definitely. booker? Yes, I am. Okay, so did we pass? Did we pass? This is your audition. Bring the cup up. We'll let you bring the, <laughs> the shaker cup. The shaker. Up. Yeah, and I can do it on stage. This is your also. audition for uh, Beignet Fest. So, mm-hmm. when, is it going to be every year now? At hopefully, yeah. At City Park. That's yeah, the okay. and, that, and that's kind of what we're uh, planning on right Who's now. Who's calling? Who's calling? So that is actually the supervisor um, for my song. Lane? It's Laura Freitag. Laura so Freitag. She, um, a good name. 
helps uh, cover some stuff for okay. Liam. You can, you so. can take the call if you want to. Sure. Hold on one second. Let's see what Laura. We'll put it on speakerphone so we can all help you. Hello. Very good. Yes, it is. How you doing, Laura? Ah. Isn't that Doing funny? pretty good. Why wouldn't you? Do you answer the phone like that when don't you just answer and say, hey, Laura? And you see, um, yeah. I'm what do you do, Sherry? Like radio thing right oh, now. I, it depends um, on who it is. Do you say hello like you don't know who it is? No, I usually just say hey. Because um, I what, talk, you know. Allison, how do you answer the phone? Do you um, pretend you? Yeah, probably like, hey, what's up? I, mean, I always hey, say, okay. hey, Scott. But I always, yeah, when I do that, I end up confusing people. Like, if they're like, who, what? I you look at Your eyesight's not that good? No, when I say, like, when I, like, when someone calls that I know, I'm like, hey, what's going on? I won't say hello or anything like that. I'm just like, what's up? Right. Yeah. And they're usually like, hello, Scott? Is that you? I'm like, yeah, it is. You <laughs> called me. It is me. Why, you know? Hmm. Interesting. What did she say, Laura? Anything good? She, she wondered if I had time to talk, and I really, I no, was no. like, yeah, give me five, well, ten minutes. Eventually, <laughs> yeah. you will. So, so, Allison, how's business going with this? Um, well, I... Clothing. Louisiana Lakes. I need to do better at marketing, and that's kind of what This I'm is why you're here. Yeah. No. If we can't sell a thousand <laughs> outfits for you today, I'm doing, I'm doing I'll a pop-up shop. shop at um, the Chop Yard after this. There's a... Today? Nola, oh. Yeah. Nola Yoga Tribe hosts the free yoga class at 6.30, and okay. then I will be doing a pop-up shop after that. Okay, so where is this exactly? The Chop Yard? It's on Chapatulas. Chapatulas It's a really cool... Um, I think, like, Chapatulas. Yeah, it's a really nice place. Chapatulas and 3rd, something like that. Oh, Sort of down there in the yeah, yeah. it's it's Irish not chat. it's not that far, it's but it's a really cool little outdoor venue. If you haven't been, you should go check it I don't out. Know anything about you it. get your beer or your margarita or whatever in these massive like chalices, like you have to hold it with two hands and like drink from it because Seriously. it's like these big glass goblets, and they're really heavy, but they do have really good margaritas and a very good beer selection. But it, it feels like you're in somebody's backyard. There's picnic right. tables and. They do have um, food. I keep forgetting what the food is that they have, but they have a food area. Okay. So there's food. So this sounds like a good place to say so you have a, like a table there. Yes. I will be setting up a little table of the leggings and all the different designs, okay. and you can order your leggings there. So you have to order them. You can't actually buy them. I have them. a few that are on sale, but it's mostly because they're like kind of made to order because it's like I don't like... I have so many designs that it's hard to have like every design so in like every, every size. size. Yeah, so it's kind of like made to order, and then that way you get specifically what you want. Okay, and you don't have to spend a lot of money making clothes yeah, that you're not going to sell. I, right? The overhead for having them on display to sell would be a little too much. This is like a, a little side hustle, so I'm just okay, just starting, starting out. Yes. So you take the photo, your own photos, and yes. put them on these things. So how much am I spending to buy like a top and a pair? of I like cool pants. So for the, I yeah, definitely want to see you in a top, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little midriff it's top. <laughs> um, so for an outfit, an outfit is, I want to say, like 83 with shipping. If you want just the bottoms, the bottoms are ship, uh, 60 with shipping. And then the tops are, I want to say, around like 33 with when shipping. You say, I want to say, are you, this is your own business, right? Yes. And you don't really know what they cost. Are you serious? Well, I'm, because you the prices might go up. Prices may vary. Better. You can yeah. say that if you like. Prices may vary. Prices may vary. I'm seeing, Why? I'm starting, like, because I'm just starting, so. Are you just figuring out what it costs? Yeah. Well, I'm. Well, don't I'm, you know what it costs to make them? No. It's for, so for the outfit, it's like 80, it's 83 with 83. shipping. 83. Mm -hmm. Yes. For a top and a bottom, it's 83 with shipping. With shipping. For the bottoms, it's 60 with shipping. But then I also have, like, shorts. That I think are like they're 32 with shipping. They're all it's all on Etsy. How'd you come up with these wacky numbers? Because 83 it's, and 32. It's <laughs> <laughs> because it's what I um, what they cost me to make, and then like a little bit extra. Plus as a percent. Yeah. So you know what you're doing. I'm not. I don't think really. I think if somebody would look at my <laughs> business model, they would be like charge a lot more for them. <laughs> oh, really? I've had people tell me that before. But what is the percentage of markup you're supposed to make You're on supposed to do a 50% markup on whatever you're paying for them, and I'm definitely not doing that with 50%. these. 50%? 50% markup at least. Yeah. Ah, and I'm definitely not retail. doing that. Yes. That's retail. Why aren't you? Because well, what, what's apparently, you've got the expert right here. Apparently, I won't give away necessarily what their markup is. They, they sell can. a lot you of stuff at, at, on this RP. But it's, it's, so you have a wholesale price, which is what it costs um, to make and have the item shipped for you. But then you sell it at retail, and from that cost, you're able to pay, um, you know, especially at Perlis when they have suits and you have lifetime alterations. 
So you're paying for all. You're paying for the alteration staff. You're paying for the staff to sell it to you. You're paying commissions. You're paying, you know, and just your general overhead of having. Um, I can buy the a suit of pearls and get lifetime alterations. Yes. I wasn't even aware That's of that. A, that yeah, might change a, things <laughs> markedly. That yep. would certainly uh, save a lot of money. You would never have to buy another pair of pants. Exactly. You yeah. So as long as yeah, as long as the the pants don't disintegrate, <laughs> you can. Well, what about that? I've never heard of that even. Well, after the, there's. Do you know about that, Alison? Lifetime alterations. You ever heard that? No, not that. This could be a good thing to offer fewer. Well, stuff. I don't think you really want to like alter. I don't. I couldn't like make these bigger. Or really you couldn't make take them. Smaller, not yeah. really. Not really. Grant, do you know how alterations yes. work? <laughs> not, like not, not personally, but I, <laughs> I like the idea of getting my clothes altered for free yeah. rather yeah. than saying I can't fit in that anymore because I'm too mm-hmm. fat. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and, and to an <laughs> extent, so... <laughs> and, That's and how it works, well, Thomas. Surely. Yeah. I will say for... It's you know, embarrassing. For the, yeah. yeah. It's pretty embarrassing to walk back into Pearls with all your clothes and say, listen, you're going to have to make these another inch. Figure. It happens. It does. We people do, yeah. don't have any embarrassment about that. No. Uptown. Not too worried. Um, oh, no, this could be the biggest deal in. of your life. Mm-hmm. You, need, you need to talk to Sherwood <laughs> after the show, like right now. We've got to go. I think are a little bit different from yoga. But ladies. he marketed yeah. the clothes. He marketed the clothes for 10 years at Pearls, where they're not okay, screwing around. It's a different yeah, business so. model, though. That's like business suits and all this. This is like... You've got to be able you to You would hope you would something. want to take your athletic wear in because you're working mm-hmm. out in them. Well, they're elastic, eh? As yes. well, yeah. right? Okay. So, and then taking them in too, like, I mean, how far do you take them in before you just have to buy another pair? And that's kind yeah. of what we did too, is like people buy, oh, I bought all these, you know, suits and stuff, but I've lost 50 pounds. And you're like, well, I'm going to have to totally remake right. this pair of pants. It's going to cost me more. You have guys come into Pearls and say they lost 50 pounds? There's some people, there, there are a couple of people, one or two people who, um, um, who've come in who had, you know, whether it was gastric bypass surgery or, or just had dramatic weight loss. Wow. Um, and we, you know, we worked with them, tried to, okay. to alter it the best that we could within their constraints. But, you know, there's, it, it's like trying, you know, if you were a double extra large and you go down to medium, trying to make an extra large fit to medium just it's not cost-effective. Yeah. Right, it'll look pretty stupid. It, it's, it's, it's just I bet worth you don't miss that bullshit. Uh, not especially. But okay. It's, uh, yeah. Well, Sherwood Collins, thank you for being with us. We've got to get Absolutely. out of here. Thank you. The co-founder, mm-hmm. along with your wife, Amy Boyle Collins. Absolutely. Beignet Fest, Fest mm-hmm. which is going to be what date exactly? Saturday? Saturday, October, October 7th. 7th 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at City Park, the Festival Grounds, 4 Friedrichs Avenue. It's totally so. free. Totally free. Unless you, you want to spend to 50 bucks. Unless you want to spend 50 bucks and get the VIP treatment. But free then beer all the, all day. Yeah. Free a beer to beer all day, by the way. Exactly. And all the Not food and drink. We, no outside food to drink, but you buy food and beverage tickets all to right. pay for the different food right. and drink that you have. Well, out good there. luck with it this year. I think we're going to have to you. come down and check it out. Hopefully. And Alison Moon, thanks for being a guest on your own show. Yeah. How great. <laughs> and good luck. And we can find your stuff at, it's called Louisiana Legs. Yes, I'm on Etsy, Instagram, and Facebook. You can order on Etsy and then, like, check out photos of all the designs on Facebook and Instagram. And let me give you a hint that Louisiana Legs is one word. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you're looking for Louisiana and space legs. And spelled correctly. Spelled <laughs> correctly. Is that a different site altogether? Louisiana Legs on <laughs> Etsy know. is something else that sells, like, uh, furniture, I think, or something. Is it? Oh. I just looked at that before we came here oh. today. Yeah, so check that out. Louisiana Legs, one word. Thank you so much, Alison, for coming. Yeah, thank you and Scott Freelo and Sherry Monts, otherwise known as Beatrice Skiddo. <laughs> Close enough. Something <laughs> just like Just call me B. What, what, was it, what was your real name? What was the Beatrice name? Beatrix Skiddo. Beatrix. Yes, Beatrix. Ah, like Beatrix Potter. Yes. Is that right? Okay. Thank you so much for joining us, but collectively known as Ginger and the Bee which you can find on Spotify and anywhere else you steal music. iTunes. iTunes. you got to pay for it on No iTunes. one's going to buy that. Don't even <laughs> think that. You're going to sell any records. It's only five bucks? Five bucks. Oh, that's not five bad. No. Five songs. And you five get the money. Can you buy it off your website? Is you there can. a website? Gingerinthebee.com. Gingerinthebee.com. And I bet it's an awesome website, given that that's what you do for a living. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you all so much for joining us. That's happy hour for 
another week. The producer of our show this week, as always, is Graham DePonte. Our associate producers are April Stolf, who sat in for me last week. Thank you so much, April. And the fabulous Alison Moon, who's sitting across from me today. Our music director is Christian Unruh and Jean Valois as our music producer. Thomas Walsh is our technical director. And Asher Griffith is our live feed director who put this whole thing on Facebook. Our fact checker and social media connector is Andrew Searock. Our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright while drinking alcohol for about 60 minutes, drop us a line. Our address is on our website. It's neworleans.com where you can also check out many other previous hours of happy hours that are up there, as well as some other shows we make here, including Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti live from Commander's Palace and Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker. You can find other great Louisiana podcasts as well at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. You can get up with us on Facebook and Twitter and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. And all of it we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook page. These photos were taken, some of them were taken by you, Alison, today. But mostly by April Love Stoff. What do we call you, April Love or April Stoff or April Love Stoff? I guess you can find April too pretty much anywhere on Facebook. If you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app, thanks for subscribing to us. Take a moment to rate and review us. That does actually help other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown, New Orleans. Happy Hours a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. Andrew Duhon is on the road. You can find him in a town near you or at andrewduhon.com. From him and everyone else around the table here at Wayfair and back at our office at INO Broadcasting. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. We'll see you back here next week on Happy Hour. Okay, guys. Joke's over.